today on Channel Massive Today. Three D gaming. Is it really the next big thing, or are Sony and Nintendo looking through rose-colored glasses? I also question moral issues in video games. Good? Bad? Hey, we're the guys with the guns, and that's all that matters, baby. All this and more on Channel Massive Today! Hello and thank you for downloading Channel Massive today. The date is July 2nd. <laughs> July. July. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden channeling a, a southern accent. But my name is Jason. If you want to chime in, feel free to shoot me an email at mail at channelmassive.com. We're on Facebook. Leave a comment on the website. Or if you're of the tweeting persuasion, check out the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. <laughs> Alright, enough of that bullshit. What have we got in store today? I'm going to talk about 3D gaming, morality in video games, and hit another one or two topics today. Um, Just a quick note, uh, there will be no show on Monday. Off Monday, we'll be back on Tuesday, July uh, 3rd, I believe. Uh, See, there I go again. I I cannot get off of this Southern. Maybe I'll just do the whole show in a country southern country accent just to just to make things fun today or or maybe not but we'll see where we go with it so hey without further ado let's get on with the show the bbc is reporting that finland has become the first country in the world to make broadband a legal right for every citizen. Uh, The government in Finland is going to begin working on giving everyone in their country the right to have a 1 megabit per second broadband connection by the year 2015. Under this new law, all telecommunications companies will be obligated to provide residents with broadband lines that could run at a minimum of 1 megabit per second. Uh, and I guess from what I'm reading here is that the British government has also agreed to provide everyone with a minimum of two of a two megabit per second broadband connection by 2012. But rather being a law, it's going to be just a commitment. Uh, it says uh, the UK has a universal service obligation, which means virtually all communities will have broadband. And a spokesperson for the Department of Media culture and sports said that making broadband a legal right could have implications for countries that plan on tough action on illegal file sharing. You know, and while I think that this would be a cool idea for everyone, uh, including people in America, America, um, I'm not so sure that it's that good of an idea, uh, especially, you know, if the government says, well, hey, you know, we're providing you with, uh, you know, a free broadband connection and it's everybody's right to have one, uh, the government will then, you know, have full control over regulating that. And uh, I'm not sure that that's something that we necessarily want or need at this point in time. But some interesting news nonetheless. 
Nation is here, and it's here to stay for at least the foreseeable near future, whether we like it or not. And Sony and Microsoft both have kind of staked their claim in this fight to get us into 3D gaming. Nintendo, of course, with the Nintendo 3DS, and Sony pushing out their games like Killzone 3 and Gran Turismo 5. With both of them, they showed uh, them being played in 3D. Unfortunately, in Sony's case, you have to wear the glasses. Uh, Nintendo totally mocked the idea of wearing glasses to experience games in 3D, and Sony's president of... uh, the Sony Entertainment Worldwide Studios, Sushi Yoshida, responded by saying that Nintendo's vision for 3D gaming is similar to theirs and that they shouldn't focus on whether glasses are worn or not. He says, I have hope that we have a broader perspective with 3D. When you listen to what they are saying about the effect on 3D perspective to gamers, they are saying the same message we are, but they don't have to bash some small part of what the other company is doing. I think as an industry, we should preach this new perspective from a very large cinema screen to a small portable because that helps advancing the games and the games industry. We'd like to work together to promote 3D. Well, of course, fat chance of that ever happening. But, you know, that, that being, you know, all that being said, the, the problem is, is that it's the glasses. It's also the new hardware that Sony is requiring you to get. You, you know, you look at it this way. You got to have a 3D television. You've got to have maybe a Blu-ray a new Blu-ray player that that's able to do 3D. Uh the glasses. Uh and, you know, it's just it's bogus. It's like, okay, I'm not going to spend all this kind of money on buying a new a whole new set of items to just to play a, a damn video game. It, it doesn't make sense for me. Uh, it doesn't seem a lot of people you know, are interested in, in it either. They they don't want to buy all this all this crap. Um, there was a recent study, a uh, recent poll uh, of Japanese consumers, and they don't look like they want to get into it anytime soon. Uh, Kakatu dot com, Kakatu <laughs> or Kakaku, however you pronounce that. Uh, they ran a poll. And 70% of the respondents chimed in and they said that they had no plans to buy a 3D television for their home. Uh, They said that they were turned off by the viewing glasses and they also blamed steep price tags and scarcity of available content for the lack of interest there. Uh, And I think it's just kind of funny that we've seen a fairly big resurgence in 2D gaming you know, in this world where companies like Sony and Nintendo seem hell-bent on shoving 3D down our throats. Uh, for instance, Nintendo has some new games. Even that new Metroid game, The Other M, has some 2D side-scrolling elements to it. The new Kirby and Donkey Kong games, they're going back to their 2D roots. Uh, one of the biggest-selling Mario games ever, the, the new Super Mario Brothers for the Wii and the DS, they've sold, what, like about 6 million-plus copies? That's a 2D side-scroller. And, well, to, to gamers, th- those games work just fine without having to worry about three dimensions. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't have any plans on getting a 3D television anytime soon. Um, I asked 
uh, on Twitter, I just you know asked a quick question: if you planned on buying a 3D television in the next two or three years, and quite a few of you chimed in, basically saying, uh, "Hell no." And one respondent, uh, David, wrote in and he said, I already have my 50-inch DLP 3D TV. However, I find myself playing 3D games mostly on the PC with the glasses. Well, gee, good for you, David, but not everybody can afford a 50-inch 3D TV. I mean, I'm not mad at you. I just, I'm a little jealous, of course. But, you know, I just, I think that the hardware requirements are honestly just bogus. And the, and the glasses as well. It's just, it's not going to fly, I think, not for a while, at least until the prices go down. I'm sure, you know, maybe five years down the road, you know, we'll start to see a little bit more penetration in the uh, 3D market, and, and people might be more willing to spend the money on a 3D television set. But, you know, right now, you know, it's still one of those things where you just have to sit there and go, okay, do I really want to wear glasses while I'm playing video games? It just doesn't make much sense to me. Well, this particular piece of information should be of interest for Mark, Noah, and Eric, the crazy co-hosts of the weekly show at Channel Massive. They all came back from E3 and they universally gushed over Vindictus, which is a new free-to-play MMORPG from Nexon. Uh, They've opened up beta testing and they're taking applications for the first round of closed beta, um, which I'm assuming is going to start sometime soon. You have up until July 19th to sign up. And you can check back on the 22nd to see if you've got in or not. Uh, they've been just, like I said, all three of those guys just came back and I, I, you know, they listed their top five games of E3 and Vindictus was at least in their top five all th- for all three of them. Uh, it looks to be a more of an action type of RPG. You're not going to be doing the typical, you know, one, two, three, four button mashing kind of deal. And it runs on the source engine, so it looks like, you know, they have like a lot of destructible items there. From what I read here, you can actually pick some of those destructible items up and and use them as weapons, which sounds kind of cool. So I went there and signed up myself. Uh, just a word word of warning, it's not going to be your typical uh, beta sign-up page, they they ask you, yeah, the typical beta questions like what kind of operating system are you running or what, uh, you know, what what's your internet connection like, things like that. They also ask you, oh, what's your, what kind of games do you play? What are your favorite types of games? What do you expect from Vindictus? You know, if you get accepted into beta, what would you do? Uh, so it's not like your typical beta sign-up page. You're going to ac- actually be asked to answer questions. You're going to be put put to the fire, I guess. So anyway, I, I guess if you're interested, go check that and out. And now it's time for... That's right. Blogosteria is back. I've resurrected it from the dead. Uh, This particular Blogosteria 
is being sponsored by, well, unofficially, by Ivan Dash Smith. Ivan Dash Smith is a, a director at WayForward Technologies. Uh, they design video games uh, for the DS and Wii. Uh, some of them include Where the Wild Things Are, uh, Baseball Blast, A Boy and His Blob, and I think they worked on Contra 4, and uh, what else? Uh, Shrek, Ogres, and Donkeys. Uh, so he's got some titles under his belt, and he wrote in uh, this blog piece dis- uh, called Extinction Within a Game. And I found this off of uh, Kotaku.com that I shot. I thought I'd share this with you today. It says, recently I've been up to my eyeballs in Red Dead Redemption. I'm quickly coming to the end of the game and starting to pursue achievements I feel I could easily achieve. While looking over the list of achievements, I came across Manifest Destiny, which is an achievement worth five points where he must kill the last buffalo in the Great Plains in single player. And he says, For some reason, this makes me feel oddly uncomfortable. This is strange to me. It is a feeling I have never come across in a game before. It's one thing to run around shooting animals I know are going to be on the endangered species list. So far, I, don't, I didn't mind shooting beavers, cougars, or owls. There seems to be no end to them. Like most games, they are killed and replenished. A part of me feels that if the achievement simply called for killing a whole number, maybe 30 buffalo, and knowing that more will appear on the plains at some point is something I'm okay with, but in a game where storytelling elements have pointed out the stupidity of the white man and the atrocities imposed on the natives of the land, I feel like I am morally wrong to pursue this achievement. I have no problem killing an individual character in a game, usually because I have no idea who this person is or how they exist in the world, but I supposed if I saw a flash into this character's life the moment I pointed a gun at them, I would feel different. Imagine it, you aim your pistol at their head, then the screen flashes to white. You're given a glimpse of them at home, providing for their family, playing with their children and other happy things, and then you are brought back into the game with the crosshairs on their head. Do you continue and kill this character, or are you second-guessing? I know I was in a similar predicament when I knew I was face-to-face with a cannibal in the game and I had to hogtie a man and bring him to the cannibal. I didn't want to do it. I already knew this guy was bad. I had seen multiple family members crying over missing loved ones, seen the piles of bones out in the wilderness, then heard the cries of the man I chased down as he said, Don't do this. He's crazy. But when I tried shooting the cannibal first, I failed the mission. I begrudgingly did the mission again and was able to kill the cannibal before he killed the man. So I felt okay in the long run, but I was really sucked in by the whole thing, and I'm still impressed by how emotionally swayed I was by this simple mission. So there you have it, a a tale of morality uh, in a game like Red Dead Redemption. And I've come across some similar uh, moral power plays, I guess you can call them, in a game like uh, Dragon Age Origins, where, and I, I remember this one fairly distinctly, where I was... Going through this castle, I believe it was, and I ran into a guard who was being manipulated by a demoness, this sultry, seductive demoness, and she was she was basically pulling the wool over this guard's eyes, saying, uh, you know, oh, I'm your wife, you know, we're going to have such a happy life together, um... You know, we'll be able to have a nice, happy home. And and this guard was like, yes, yes, my lovely wife. He was totally in a trance by this demon. 
didn't really know it, just thought that this demon was was indeed his wife. And I came across this, and I I was kind of like, you know, well, okay, the good thing is, is you know, I the good thing would be for me to kill kill this demon, so the guard wouldn't have to suffer, wouldn't have to suffer her her uh, her little deception. And but then the demoness was like, well, what harm am I doing this guard? You know, he's happy. He believes I'm his wife. You know, everything's fine. You know, I, you know, I'm not going to really harm him in any way. And so I was kind of like torn. I was like, God, you know, okay, she's got a little point there. (laughs) So do I kill her and free, free this poor guard of her spell or do I just let it go? And I think I just decided to let it go. I was like, eh, okay. You're right. You're not causing any really great harm. I'll just let this thing go and and go about my merry way, killing other demons. But I'll I'll leave you alone. You know, when you're kind of sworn to, you know, kill all all demons. So, you know, there, there's kind of those morality plays there. I you know you encounter it in games like Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two as well. I, I remember like I had the option to just like punch this guy in the face or or let it go and I punched this guy in the face and later on in the game it came back to haunt me um you know and it's just one of those things that you have to live with you know I've seen some players out there who say they have problems playing games like Grand Theft Auto 4 or uh even more recently APB they don't want to play a criminal and end up mugging uh, some poor innocent NPC on the street because that just doesn't jive with their with their morals. Um, so I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Do you guys ever encounter a moral quandary while you're playing video games, or do you just not care and, and think, well, hell to hell with this. This achievement tells me to go kill five innocent bystanders, so I'm going to go do it and not have any second thoughts about it whatsoever. Um, send me your thoughts. Send me an email at mail at channelmassive.com. You can. Tweet me at twitter.com slash channelmassive or leave a comment on the website there. Uh, Again, I will not be here on Monday, and the the show will resume on Tuesday. We'll see you guys then. Still, I can recall his terrible days. Crom, we're at the two snakes facing each other. Crom, if you're my god, then show me the way. I'm on the path. Chopping up bodies, hacking and slicing, and look at me now. With loyal friends joining my party, each step I take, I'm fulfilling my vow. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of the women. Hear the lamentation of the women. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of the women. Crom, show me the wizard who killed my mother. True, I've never played to you before. Still, what would I give if you could help me see this through? And if you do not listen, then the hell with you. Where are the two snakes facing each other? Crom, if you're my god, then show me the way. I 
this way at this wizard will fall Cause this has begun, they murdered them all I'm the last one, I issued the call Revenge for my mom I pray to you Crush your enemies See them driven before you And hear the lamentation of the women.